0: With a Monty Python podcast, Britland. Fifty Randy Quaid. Yeah, he's a child murderer. Fifty
1: Randy Quaid. I'm your Huckleberry.
0: We watch movies so you don't have to.
2: Welcome to Fifty Randy
0: Quaid. I am the nearsighted gynecologist Chuck Banner. Okay, hold on. No, i got to cut in right there. Because for the first time in history, and maybe not the first time, but one of the first times that you stepped in and decided to give yourself a pre-show nickname, (gasps) you fucking stole mine. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so this episode so this episode
2: is, is we literally talked about this like 10 minutes ago and you're like nah nah you you're not gonna have it you're not gonna so have you know what it. you know
0: what for episode 120 my pick hook i'm just gonna be regular old jt money your co-host i got no nickname this week thanks chuck
2: hey hey hey, hey, hey. that's how i roll it's 2021 That's how we do things now, apparently. We also have some guest co-hosts, and those are this episode. They know me by my name, Run
1: Home Jack. That's a good one. Johnny, I just had an apostrophe. Spade.
3: (laughs) Does that mean you own the spade? Is that a possessive apostrophe? (laughs) Or is it uh, a contraction of posture <laughs> beat?
1: <laughs> I have to get back to you on that one. Man. I didn't put that much. It can time. be both.
0: It can be both.
2: And this is episode one hundred and twenty. Uh, uh,
3: h- huck, like Huckleberry Finn.
1: Give
2: us the no, nope. like dun
1: dun 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 dun. So oh, no, I get it.
3: It's like Huckleberry what? Hound. Huckleberry oh, I'll be a Huckleberry
1: I'm your Huckleberry
3: It's, it's
0: Hold on, it's Honeysuckle
2: <laughs> We just watched Hook If you have any questions or comments You can go to 50 com And let us know What the fuck is up can, I have a question Yeah
3: Can I put that in, in Alta Vista Sure Sweet What about Bing Yeah Sweet What about S Jeeves True Nice Ask
1: Jeeves, still around?
3: Yes. <laughs> the only browser where you have to ask a fake butler to use a web browser yeah. for you.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: JT's <laughs> loving that one. Sometimes the internet gives <laughs> it, have man. Recognition? <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much what Alexa and Siri are right now. Yeah, I could use but
0: Jeeves. Google. <laughs> yeah, <but you> got- <laughs> Siri and Alexa are just Ask Jeeves with... Yeah, but you gotta like, you gotta (laughs) talk out loud to them, which makes it way fucking weirder to me. Like typing into a computer, like asking a robot to respond. I think it makes it sexier. I'm not trying to get sexy with my electronics. Usually. Usually. (laughs) I got my Alexa. I like that thing. See,
2: you're not trying to get sexy with your electronics. You're not trying to get cozy with your coffee. Dude, you don't get cozy with your coffee? I don't know what that means. We talked about it on. Either the Back to the Future episode oh. or one of the recent Tell me something, though. episodes. Do you like to tango with your
3: I
0: think it's because I don't get cozy with my coffee because I drink cold tea in the morning. So you tango I with I had your coffee tea. this morning, though. Hot, hot fucking coffee.
3: Oh, it's not, nothing better. I thought you said you didn't want to get sexual with the coffee.
2: No, I'm not getting sexual. I'm getting cozy. He was just calling the coffee hot. We're going to introduce the trailer from a little movie from 1991 called Hook Colberry
1: Hound <laughs> <laughs> Save your children you must make yourself remember remember what Peter don't you know who you are have to fly have to fight have to crow have to save Maggie have to save Jack okay he's back who Where are we going? To never, never let
2: me. I hate, I hate, I hate Peter Pan. E- Back in the secret tree fort again. You got cozy
3: with too much coffee there, Chuck.
2: And I just want to say before we get into things, all of our listeners, new, returning, I just want to say LOL.
0: Lots of love.
2: And you know that you got to
0: give it, get it, got it, good. Yeah.
2: And if you're new to the show, I just want to say, you know, welcome. We thank- love you. Thank you. And you know We're going to talk everything about this movie. And if
0: you haven't realized yet, we're going to talk about everything else too, or at least we mean to.
2: But we're gracious and humble hosts. The humblest. Some of us.
0: Yeah, you Some know of us, right.
2: Some of us are just too damn greedy. Let's not
0: talk about that.
2: So we like to give you guys a warning. It's only going to be one warning, but we give you one. And we're going to give you a couple of seconds, and then we're going to spoil the shit out of this movie. So uh, I'm going to break it down for you from three to two to one.
0: So Peter Pan grows up to be a stick in the mud when he leaves Neverland to fuck Wendy's granddaughter. And when his family returns to London many years later to honor Grandma Wendy, Captain Hook kidnaps Peter's children and calls for a long-awaited war. So Peter finally remembers his Peter Pan and he can eventually fly again. And Captain Hook is eaten by a dead crocodile to end this whole fucking thing. And then real world Peter comes back and he's going to be like the perfect father who wants to live life and keep fucking Wendy's granddaughter.
1: Dude, why did it take two and a half hours for that? Uh, you just broke it down in less than a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but it just—it took Steven Spielberg two and a half hours. Two words, Rufio. <laughs> 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 oh, I mean, uh, if they hired you to direct this movie, they would have made a lot more than fucking forty-nine million dollar profit because they would have spent less money on the budget.
3: This says profit, baby. I'm just wondering if they made four. 59.6 million babies. I think they made.
2: No, no. It was, it was more dollars. like <laughs> like
1: me just being like, baby! <laughs> I imagine like a baby out of like dollar bills. Like they're rolled up <laughs> fucking banknotes. Like, like a baby. Like that uh, Alice Cooper song, Billion Dollar Babies.
0: Okay. All right, Johnny. So, Feed my to, your, to your point, if they would have given this movie to me to direct, I would have handed it right back to Steven Spielberg and said, make this same movie again. Because I fucking love it.
2: Except for just make sure that you keep it PG and a family-friendly adventure comedy. No, make it rated R. No, up. <laughs> yeah,
1: I want to see Julia Robertson.
2: No, there's already people dying.
0: I don't want the movie. dark. I don't want the scary. dark and gritty hook. Like that's not what I'm looking for here. This was perfect. I, I this I was perfect,
3: dude. Like this, this hook wasn't dark and gritty. Captain fucking Jimmy no, suicide no, no, no. Dude, over there. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that was hilarious. I mean, I dark and part. gritty. He kills Indians to cheer up, and uses the word Indians to describe Native Americans
0: or Native Neverlanders. I mean, dark and gritty in the more modern sense of the presentation of the franchise. This was fucking dark and gritty because Captain Hook definitely was like faking committing suicide and begging to me to stop. Him. And definitely yeah. killed Rufio. He's definitely killed Rufio. He's been killing children for years. He said,
2: <laughs> "Yeah, he's a child murderer. He's decades,
0: so, decades he's been killing children for so long." He doesn't even care anymore.
2: And and let me just remind you guys that this movie is rated PG.
1: Stands for parental guidance.
2: But I think it was a different world December 11th in 1991.
0: I would say that this should still be PG today, but it probably wouldn't be.
2: Listen, killing Indians was
1: not acceptable when Columbus did it. And it sure as hell ain't acceptable when Jimmy Hook does it. Okay. Dude, Columbus never killed Indians. He killed Native Americans. <laughs> Fair enough. Exactly. That's my boy. I'm not saying not anybody's fault. He was so dumb that he, for some reason, thought he was in India. Oh, it's his fault oh, I so must dumb. have landed in this crazy land called India. I they called it Neverland. <laughs> Never.
0: I'm not condoning those activities. I'll just say that right now. I hope that's clear to any listeners we've had in the past and any new and any new ones. Uh, LOL to everybody.
2: Yeah, lots of love. So, this movie debuted at number one when it came out. There was So, there was big hype on Hook. And it came, what? It made $13.5 million in its opening weekend.
1: Pretty sure I had McDonald's toys before the movie came out. Dad, I don't remember. I remember having them, but I don't remember. When
3: I think I it was before the movie came out. Because I think I remember, like... Having a Rufio toy and then seeing Rufio in the theater. Well, Stephen
0: King was definitely a proven commodity at this point. Like, you put, he'd put something in the box office, he'd make money on it. King? Did I say hey, Stephen Spielberg? King? I've been yeah. reading. <laughs> be a wrong way wrong. You've been movie. reading a lot of Stephen King. So, so much. Stephen Spielberg. Well, they were both proven commodities at this point, actually. But either way. Yeah, that's true. Spielberg was going to be a jackpot on almost everything he put out. So it makes sense this made money.
3: Well, you can tell with the amount of money they spent on just the cast alone. Mm-hmm, yeah.
0: For sure.
2: Well, and speaking of jackpots, so we talked about $13.5 million in its opening weekend. That almost doubles some of these... Movies that it was up against in the top five Like number two, The Last Boy Scout uh, Also a brand new movie That weekend, uh, only 7.9 Million dollars Don't even know anything about that movie It's about this Boy Scout and he's the last, last one I'm pretty one. <laughs>
0: sure it's Bruce Willis Was he a lost boy? But I'm not entirely sure it's Bruce Willis
2: I keep wanting to think it's the last of the Mohicans Cover, but that's not because They couldn't get the, the rights to Mohicans, Mohicans So they made him a Boy <laughs> Scout <laughs>
0: That sounds like a natural transition. Uh, number
2: three, number three, Star Trek six for seven point seven million in its second week. Would you think Star Trek?
3: Oh, it was. Star, a second are you guys week. both saying Star week. Trek? Yes. Yeah, okay, Trek. just making
0: sure.
2: Yeah, Star
3: Trek's like huge. People, people. There's a lot of trackies out there. <laughs> like
1: yeah. people, like oh man, you got people that. fuming listening to this right now. <laughs> they were on the Millennium Falcon, yes, right? Yes.
3: <laughs> no, no.
1: They're trying to get the ring to Mordor. No, Star Trek was... <laughs> that's that's what this was, was about. Dumbledore. No, you guys... Star <laughs> Yeah, Dumbledore was the
2: bad guy. No,
3: Star Trek was the one where they were in a submarine and got attacked by the giant octopus.
2: Oh, I thought it was Dumbledore. And then the
3: little wooden boy lived in the whale's belly until his dad like came and rescued.
2: No, he was a real boy.
3: I thought he was a wooden boy.
2: No, he was a wooden boy. Dude, he became so, a real boy. It's been
3: so long since I've seen Star Trek, dude. Like, You might be right.
2: Number four, the adam's family classic movie, uh, and it's fourth week for 4.7 million dollars
3: wonderful movie the sequel is better though
2: i do like the sequel better i yeah. love that scene where, where they re- re- yeah, the yeah
3: yeah the
0: thanksgiving, yeah. Play. The thanksgiving play, yeah. play is like the best scene in that movie oh my god it is, is fucking awesome if i'm gonna sit down and watch one i'm gonna just sit down and watch both so that's usually how it goes
3: yeah, I thought that until the last time I watched both and uh, realized that Adam's Family Values is clearly the winner. If I'm in the mood for that, I just
0: did them this year, and I just I'm gonna do them both. It's like we just did Back to the Future. I just watched two, and it's, I thought about yeah. it. And I was like, I don't think I've ever sat down and just watched one of those movies by itself, unless it was maybe just one that I watched the first one.
3: Yeah, I watched both of them with my daughter this year, but like I, I don't know. I just like the second one better. The first one's a wonderful movie.
2: At number five, Beauty and the Beast, four and a half million dollars in its fifth week at the box Dude, office. That came out
3: the same time. This is okay. Week five, so like the same year, like Beauty and be our guest, be our guest. Yeah, let me service on your test or something yeah. like yeah, that. Yeah, that's like fucking. That came. <laughs> out, that came out like the same year as Hook. Yeah, I didn't. Even
0: yeah, it came out before actually.
3: <laughs> that's crazy. All-time classic. It is. It is. I agree with that.
2: Didn't we do the live-action one on 50 Rainy Queens? We did. Yes, we did.
1: No, I haven't seen that one. And I remember
2: we gave that pretty high marks. It was awesome.
3: It I was a fantastic I've seen it again movie. since
1: then, and I still love no, I've it. I've seen the Aladdin one. I, was...
2: I did not
3: see the Aladdin one. Yeah. I have not I seen that seen one either. have the Lion King one yeah. either. Yeah. The Jungle Book one was awesome.
2: I have, I think the only one I've seen is the Beauty and the Beast. Dude, Jungle Book has like freaking um, Peter Alba? Bankman.
3: Peter Bankman. Groundhog Day. Bill Murray? Bill Murray. It has Bill Murray. Peter in his Bankman. Voice in blue. Peter Bankman. Isn't I Just Elba in that? Yeah, I Just Elba share Sher Khan. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. I forgot who Bagheera is. Christopher Walken is the Louis. Oh God! Chimpanzee. Oh God! Oh
2: nice. It's so good. It's so. Yeah, good. I think I need to see this. Yeah, you do. So this movie, uh, we talked about, uh, that it had you know almost fifty million dollars in profit. That's stemming from its estimated budget of seventy million, and then its uh, estimated worldwide gross of one hundred nineteen point six million dollars, and that's all from here in the states. Yeah, we don't have uh, data on the foreign. Yeah, not available.
3: You think that this would be big in Britain land? It probably made some money. Yeah, I mean, none of them have have British accents, but they live like two blocks from Big
1: Ben.
0: Wendy does, but she's actually from Scotland, I think, too. You mean Miss McGonagall? Yes. They got her an old... I
1: I didn't realize that until I was like talking to him and watching, and then he looked it up. He was like, that is her. I was like...
0: they got her in a lot of old age makeup here because... Yeah,
1: that's how I was thinking. I was was like, God damn.
0: This woman is too old to be in Harry Potter. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) So,
2: uh, like we said, uh, Maggie Smith, she plays Granny Wendy, who also plays uh, in Harry Potter. Uh, This movie was written by James V. Hart. And uh, I hope his middle name is Valentine. That's cute. (laughs) Malia Scotch... Marmo.
0: Yeah, I love that name. Mallya. Probably ma- no, the whole thing, Malia Scotch Marmo. Yeah, I kind of like it too. It's poetic. It it rolls off the tongue. It
3: sounds like a dessert. i mm. I'll have the Malia uh, scotch, uh, scotch, scotch Marmo, please, mm.
0: with a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm.
1: Extra Marmo.
0: I'll
3: take a Scotch Marmo. I, I just scotch. had I had a Scotch Marmo last night at the bar.
1: This movie was
2: uh, pretty star studded by way of uh actors of the day, you know, Dustin Hoffman playing Hook, pretty much everybody, yeah. And Robin Williams playing Peter Banning, aka Peter Pan. Julia Roberts, Look my girl. Real good. My lady. As Tinkerbell. Yeah. Bob haskins man. Shmee. Dude,
3: Bob Hoskins is one of the greatest actors ever. Oh dude,
0: Bob Hoskins when he is pitching in that baseball game, I was fucking rolling. It was <laughs> so funny. He's he's oh, yeah. brilliant. I don't know
1: baseball, and I looked at fucking Chuck, and I was like, "Can they really dance around when they're pitching like
0: that? Like, is there a rule against that?" <laughs> I was. I don't think there's a rule against it. I hope not. No, hope there, there, pitcher, absolutely, like, there absolutely there absolutely is a rule against doing that.
2: Yeah, you can't. It's like a balk. It was
0: Oh, it's a big time balk. Really? Oh no, yeah. He's just like loosening it up. That's, no, you gotta get off. You them. can't. <laughs> you just can't do that. Yeah.
2: There's there's rules a lot of rules to. Baseball. What if he did
3: it without pants on?
0: Then he'd be a streaker, a and they would. And there's they
2: would there's a rule him. about not wearing pants. Is
3: there a rule? Is there a rule? Find the find the MLB rules and find me the line where it says you must wear pants.
2: Whatever your team
3: name. <laughs> oh no! Is I'll guarantee
0: you team. that's covered under the uniform section of rules in MLB, which definitely exists.
3: Oh,
1: son of a yeah, bitch. they definitely have very stringent. Every
0: professional sports it. league has uniform conduct do, codes. Do they
1: make their uniforms out of cotton?
0: I couldn't tell you.
1: (laughs) Uh, Charlie Carsmo
2: plays Jack Jackie Benning. Banning. (laughs) Home run Jack, baby.
3: He also played uh,
0: William Lichter and Can't Hardly Wait.
2: Dude,
3: I thought their last names were Panning.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought, too. (laughs) Because why is his last name so different from Pan? Because he got adopted by some fucking bunk-ass Americans. Oh, yeah,
3: that makes why, sense. Hold on. Why the fuck did they choose something that sounds so close to panning, <laughs> which makes sense because he's Peter Pan, but want it to not be sounding like pan? Why I have the no fuck? idea. Listen, somebody get James V. Hart on the line right now. I got a fucking bone to pick It with might this have guy. been Scotch, Scotch's and idea. Give me a Scotch Marmo and James V. Hart on the line Dude, right now. There's Stay. no way
1: Scotch Marmo
2: came up with that idea. Uh, Amber Scott is Maggie Banning. Best in the movie.
3: Oh, yeah. Uh (laughs) She was not the most pointless character in the entire (laughs) flick. I promise. I
2: don't know. Maybe one of those prostitutes was a little bit more pointless.
3: Where
1: were the prostitutes? I don't remember prostitutes. I think her name was Priscilla. When they first get there and they were like, put on your faces, ladies. Here comes Shmee. They're all like, Shmee. Dude, uh, those are cast as prostitutes. That's what yeah. it said on the credits.
0: I, yeah.
2: I remember yeah,
3: seeing Hold the on. prostitutes
0: on the credits. Hold on. The credits? Because I didn't watch the credits. They were listed yeah. in the credits. prostitutes. Those credits,
2: are they, as, they are cast as not, prostitutes.
0: Not
3: burlesque women. Not, not uh, woman one, two, and three. They are cast as
0: prostitutes. Unreal. Unreal. Hey, it's
2: 1991. It's a different world. Go Disney. Go Disney.
0: Is this Disney? I don't. Is this is Disney? This, it's Tristar and Amblin, which is not Disney, and I don't. it not even. Yeah, because like by I Disney. looked it up,
2: because like I looked up it's on Disney, Disney Plus, and it was not Disney Plus. And then I went and I looked at the case, because I actually wrote down what the fuck Disney. It's on, and Crossed out. It's Disney. on
0: Netflix. Oh, I just own it. Well, so. so do I. I'm just saying, it's on Netflix. I bought it on Prime last time I watched it.
2: Dante Basco is Rufio. 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 And I obviously didn't go far enough into the cast listing to notice or remember that Gwyneth Paltrow played a young Wendy. Yeah. But the last on my list is Kelly Rowan as Peter's mother.
0: Who the fuck is uh, is Kelly Rowan?
2: Something a ton of people miss is I
3: think it's during the baseball game. One of the pirates is uh, David Crosby
0: from the hit group Crosby Stills Nash. Oh, I would have never noticed that ever in my life.
2: But what did,
3: you say? did you
0: notice that Phil Collins was the inspector that shows up after the kids get yes. kidnapped?
3: I didn't notice till the credit rolled. I'm not going to lie. Who cares about it's Phil Collins? I love dude. Phil Collins. We're not talking about Peter Gabriel here. What did you or say even before? Mike from Mike and the Mechanics. We're talking about Phil Collins. Wow. Who cares? Wow. Who cares? Mike, Mike from Mike and the Mechanics is more important. I don't even know his last name. I,
0: did I even say anything about importance here? You're just, just calm down. It's all right, man. I just mentioned Phil Collins. I just
3: really have passionate feelings about Phil I Collins. I don't
0: understand <laughs> at all, but that's okay. We can move on. Thank you. I'm starting to get <laughs> agitated.
2: All right, so now we're gonna get to the IMDb breakdown for the movie Hook. When Captain James Hook kidnaps his children, an adult Peter Pan must return to Neverland and reclaim his youthful spirit in order to challenge his old enemy.
0: So you said the first one was bad. That's why you stopped. Do you think that one was good?
2: It was just a weird accent. Was it was a Neverland just accent. Just
0: asking.
3: That's how they talk in Neverland.
1: Right? It is. Prove Jackson me wrong. From Well, Neverland. if you
3: ring a bell, Tinkerbell is going to tinker. <laughs>
2: In that accent I I don't know what you told talking about It was my British accent It's
1: perfect <laughs> For some reason I have to say Peaky Blinder To fucking start to get into a British accent I don't
3: know why <laughs> By order of the Peaky Blinders like
1: Anytime I ever like scrolling through Netflix Or I see Peaky Blinders somewhere I'll go Peaky
0: Blinders
3: <laughs> And that's why we have no British fans in this show <laughs> I think that's true I bet you the Brits love us. Across the pond, eh? Hey. We're the Monty Python of podcasts
2: down. Under. One thing I definitely needed to bring up, considering it's been a big uh, talking piece of conversation on Creek Chat, is Peter has a cell phone oh, yeah. here in nineteen ninety one. Oh, and he's got a holster?
0: Yeah. It, he's a big time lawyer. He's got a holster and he uses it like a holster for real one time.
2: Oh yeah. Against Brad, right?
0: Like who? Brad. Oh, I don't know who the fuck Brad is. He
2: calls him multiple times.
0: It was that Yeah, I throws Brad? the phone out the window. Oh, I didn't know that was Brad. And then at the
2: end of the movie. Fucking Brad can... Peter throws the phone out the window. No, I
0: know someone was calling him. I understand like I saw the phone it was calls. Brad. I didn't know that was Brad. Brad could have been anyone.
3: Uh Brad was actually voiced.
2: By Peter Francis Tracy?
3: By Peter Gabriel. <laughs> Eight seven seven cash now.
0: Don't give away free ads like that, man.
2: Five eight eight
0: two three hundred.
2: There's a lot of questions I have about this movie. Well,
0: let's hear them. We gotta reach into the
1: lore of Peter Pan. Maybe there's a wiki. I'm not reaching into anybody's lore. That sounds <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> so you get definitely try- your coffee
3: first. I'm definitely not trying to grab Peter Pan's wiki. <laughs>
2: So one thing I was wondering, right, is they're playing baseball early in this movie and Jack is wearing a helmet when he's batting. Sure. Yes, sir. But the guy on second base, the child on second (laughs) base, wasn't wearing a helmet. They ran out of that size. So they had to give it to the guy batting. So I'm just like, why? I believe
3: that happened to me once in Little League for real. Okay,
0: I'm going to say this. And I'm pretty sure this time was done well before 1991. But there was a point in time in baseball history where you'd wear a helmet to bat and then just put your hat back on when you were on base.
2: Yeah, but that was not 1991. That's what I just said. Little League.
0: It might have been. No. I was playing Little League baseball (laughs) in 1991. I definitely wore a fucking helmet. Like, you're supposed to wear a helmet. Did you literally not wear a helmet when you ran the bases? Ever? No, no,
3: I did. I'm saying it. there was definitely a time I think I remember where we did, like, where, like, two people on a team had really big heads or something, and, like, w- like there was only one really big-headed helmet. So, like, one big-headed dude would hit, and then they'd give him his hat, and the coach would bring the big-headed helmet to the second big-headed dude. <laughs> And the first big-headed dude would run the bases with this big-headed head. I
0: don't know why that's so funny, but I'm
3: pretty sure that happened just once. I'm just saying it's a it's plausible. It's plausible.
2: Another question that I have is in Neverland. Spit it out. Yeah, you do age, correct? Apparently,
3: somehow it's just
2: much slower rate, right?
3: Yeah, even though there's more days in Neverland than there are days in real life which means you should age faster but you actually age slower.
2: Well, and that's the thing too is like okay, so Peter went to Neverland after claiming he ran away.
1: He made the stroller go the other way. Yeah, so yeah, as an infant. So as an infant, he No, he's Peter Pan, what do you want? He's got the power. He can He's the only I've person got that can fly. like
2: out so he (laughs) claims to run away now johnny spade is on that train of thought where he's like no he's got the power he's got the bloodline he can do it he's peter pan he can run away yeah my thing is i don't think a baby can run away one it's destiny why
0: here's the question then chuck why would tinkerbell show up for peter pan if there wasn't some sort of like like you're saying tinkerbell destiny
3: Tinkerbell had the hots for this baby. Okay. Kidnapped I, the baby.
0: I was just thinking it weird.
3: No. You Weirder. know what, what's weird? Weirder. Peter Pan coming to the real timeline to... Because he loved the baby. He saw the baby's cute. Okay, I kind of get that, right? He's a 10-year-old kid, never seen a baby before. It's a beautiful thing. He's like, dude, I want to be around this baby. But, like, when Peter Pan's 16 and this baby is fucking six years old, Peter Pan wants to fuck the baby. And then the six-year-old. And then when Peter Pan's 22 and this child is 12 years old, Peter Pan is still in love with this child enough to marry this child later. That's what's fucking weird. Not that Tinkerbell wanted to fuck the baby. Why do you think Peter Pan wanted to fuck the baby? Because Peter Pan was fucked as a baby by a fairy. Where are you
0: getting the ages from for him? Like when he's 22. Uh, I'm assuming 10 years at.
3: old because Captain Hook says to a 10-year-old I'm
1: huge. Oh, well, Him and Wendy were the same I, age. Or around the same age.
0: But I'm, also, I'm talking assuming when Peter about like Pan the progression back, of age. He was to in like, the body of a 10-year-old. But I'm boy. talking about like the progression of age up to like 22 and shit like that. Do you mean like like the mental So I'm aging? saying if...
3: I'm assuming I'm assuming the baby at the time is less than a year old or maybe close to a year old probably less than a year old it's a pretty small baby if Peter Pan was ten then I'm saying in six years Peter Pan would be sixteen and the baby would be but six, is Peter Pan and they're still in a is Peter
0: Pan sixteen or is he still ten is he like physically age old, or are you just talking no about because like he's time in the wise? real
3: world he had already moved to the real world to be with the baby and Wendy
0: I don't think he did that Wasn't until Wendy she like was sixty older
3: but the baby was still a baby No,
0: I don't think I don't think he moved to the real world till like Until Moira she was, was like, an appropriate age for him. He it
3: says in the movie that that's when he came to see Wendy the last time was when he saw the baby, which means he stayed in the real. world. No, I would say that the was point. the last
0: time he came to see Wendy. After that, he came to see. Yeah, because the, the last Moira. time he
2: came and never left was when he gave her. Like he's like because uh, he came to see Wendy and Wendy's an old woman at this point, right? And, and the baby's still <coughs> she's a baby? Not a bi- no. no, she wasn't. She no. was like a 16-year-old girl yeah. or something like that. Yeah, she
0: that. had like Beatles posters on her walls and shit like that. She was older. Oh, yeah, you're right. Because, yeah, yeah, Beatles, yeah pillowcases. Right.
2: Even, even, yeah, John was, or Johnny okay. Spade was I'm saying wrong. the the Beatles uh, pillowcase. pillowcase. And So doesn't that kind of go the opposite way then anyway? She's like 16 and he's like 10?
0: Who, I don't know if well, she's 16. Weird, like, We're just throwing a number out there. She could have been younger. What if she's like 12? I don't know, man.
2: So, Peter's, what, like, 80, 90 years old before he's even, like, 10 in the real
0: world? Probably, like, if we're talking about not his physical age. Because he's roughly
2: the same age as Wendy, right? She, he's probably probably 60 70, or
0: 70. 60 to 70. Yeah, 60 or 70, mentally. I wouldn't say 80 or 90. It's not even mentally, though, because it appears he stays mentally a child in Neverland, too. Like, he literally stops aging. So it's not like he's in the body of a 10-year-old in Neverland with the mind of a 70-year-old. Well, he's got to age somewhat because
3: somehow he became a ba- he went to Neverland as a baby and became a 10-year-old. My, my That's what I'm saying. Like theory, he's got to age it somehow. Here's my
0: theory. And maybe it is a slow aging process while in Neverland. But anytime he or anyone comes back and crosses that threshold into the quote-unquote real world, you're going to age there too. And that maybe it's when you come from a place where it's slowed down. When you come here, it accelerates some, too. So you age a little more rapidly. Obviously, this is just speculation, but... I I, don't
2: think that's correct, though, because when he decided to stay, he didn't age more rapidly to become the old man. Maybe not... He aged at the same length as Myra. Not like a
0: crazy amount, and maybe after a while, like, it catches up. I mean, it doesn't matter. I'm just saying, it's...
3: I was under the impression, and I don't remember if it was from this movie or not. I was under the impression that the pirates were like lo- that were once lost boys that like had just been there so long that they became adults. Okay. I don't know where I got that from, but I feel like I got that from somewhere.
1: It's kind of a sad idea. Yeah. <laughs> like they well, fight that's why pirates
3: all that's their why lives, the and then they become one- them. That's why at the beginning of this one, I think that's why that line's in there. Like, all the adults here are pirates or whatever. Yeah.
0: And that's why when she sings about mothers and stuff, which has so far been associated with the lost boys missing their yeah. mothers or parents, they start to be like, oh, my mommy. Because
3: the pirates were lost boys at one point, mm, too. All right. I like that. Because, I mean, like, dude, if you're if you're a child, like, think about being being boys, right? Little little boys, a child. Like, and you get swords and you get to be a pirate and, like, nothing's stopping you. When you grow up you're gonna be a fucking pirate. Yeah. You know, like why the fuck not?
1: Wendy even like mentions it in the beginning when she meets Peter again, she's like, You've become a pirate. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: So you do age in Neverland. It's just very slowly. So my other question is was Wendy Peter Pan's first love? And did he fuck her?
0: Peter Pan I don't think Peter Pan was definitely Wendy's first love. Yes. Who knows the other way? They definitely didn't fuck. Because
2: I don't think- Wendy was real quick to be like, I'm going to serve you up to my daughter, but you cannot leave. Like, You can't take her to Neverland. And he's like, I'll give her a kiss. And she's like, no, no, no. You can't just give her something like that. And he's like, no, a real one. And then that's when he decided to stay there.
3: I don't think Peter Pan had a concept of romantic love until that. Well, then that why moment. we decided until that to give her a kiss then. Agreed. Just because with you, he Tater.
2: didn't have a concept
3: of romantic so love. So, once he you have, He didn't know what that was. He had been visiting the real world forever. Once you
2: have a concept of, like, romantic love, then, can you go back to being a lost boy? Is that the concept, then? Apparently not, because you just stay in the real world with
3: somebody's baby. Smee? Just as Tinkerbell. Smee
0: seems to appear at the end after everything shakes out, because he kind of slithered out as a guy that's, like, cleaning up around the statue that Peter wakes up at, like... It's not Smee, necessarily, but it's Bob Hoskins sweeping up. Is
3: it Smee, though? I I wonder about that all the time because he's, like, the only one... Yeah, that's what I wonder, too. He's the only one that makes it to the real world with no knowledge
0: of... Neverland. Who? How Sme- do we know he has no knowledge? Maybe he was just playing we coy don't, there. But why wouldn't Sme be like
2: fuck you, Peter? Maybe he was
0: just playing coy. Move on. He's in. A, he's got a fresh start away from all that bullshit now.
2: And he's got all that gold he and jewels and yeah, shit that he, he definitely stole. He wasn't trying end. to
1: jump into the fray on the ship either. He was like, I'm getting this shit and I'm getting out of here. Yeah, that's true. That's true. He was. Vi- he was low. What about me? What about Sme? Sme? He's a Wait, survivor.
3: I'm Smee. Smee is me. <laughs> Love Bob Hoskins. Oh, so good. Chuck, did you have any
0: more questions? A lightning bolt just hit my brain. <laughs> also,
2: don't you think it's weird that he didn't remember anything before he was, like, 12 or 13 years old?
0: He did, but I think they're playing real hard into the repressed memory thing where he just pushed it down enough. Because as you see yeah. along the way, like, he with the bars over the windows. He was aware of why he was putting those bars over the windows, whether he admitted That's it to point. himself or not.
3: It's very clear that Wendy remembered almost everything.
0: Oh, she remembered. It's very clear mm-hmm. that
3: Tootles knew what the fuck was going on even though they even though it seemed like as an audience of this movie, it seemed like toodles didn't know what was going on yeah especially the when end,
2: they they say things like oh i lost my marbles yeah. and stuff we like find that out at the end that like toodles he, he knows just, way
3: more of what's going on than he just actually does.
2: lost marbles
3: yeah yeah exactly <laughs> and can still fly by the way he still remembered how to fly like whereas wendy had forgotten and so had peter
1: dude i love that part like after the kids got kidnapped and fucking yeah, toodles comes up there he's like you have to learn to fly you have to learn to fight <laughs> you have to learn to crow I'm like oh that fucking so cool Uh <laughs> Peter's like I don't know what the fuck you're talking
2: about <laughs> um, I also was wondering about so are some of these kids at Neverland the same age as Wendy like because like like the big yeah, dude. Yeah, the one who Yeah, exactly. Like he yeah. remembers
0: Tootles and he's like, oh man, here's his Marvels, bro. Give it to him. He's yeah. like, man, he lost them good. Oh, that guy's name? <laughs> yeah, he is. His character's name was Thud Butt. Okay. But,
2: but. So Thud Butt, he's as old as what? How come he hasn't aged older than. Do you only age to like 10, 12, and then you just stop? Somebody
3: math.
0: I up. think, I honestly think we're <laughs> overthinking that at this point, but as. Tater kind of said earlier, time just moves way fucking slower there for you. No, yeah. Well, there's... actually,
3: the days move
0: faster, but you age a lot slower. There's three moons there, so shit's way different over there anyway. There's three? I saw yeah,
1: two. That's true. Yeah, I, I s- saw two. Were... And they got a compass rose in the ocean floor. Right, dude. Like, Dude, that one moon was real close. I don't think those tides would be so calm, or that... Ocean would be so calm with a fucking moon. That close. <laughs> they were all
0: real close. They were all closer than the moon ever gets to our own fucking Earth. Every single one of them. The only
1: reason
2: I have all these questions is, like you're saying, none of them really matter because this movie is so fucking good. And it's just as I was watching it, I. I was just like seeing all these things where I was like, "Dude, this is like super interesting." Because I I didn't like I remember loving it as a child, yeah, and loving it as a young adult and everything like that. I hadn't watched it probably in about five years, right? And it was just weird, like seeing some of the things, like when Shmi is setting up for Captain James Hook to come out for the first time. It's like, dude, he is like legit, like a fucking like hype man at a comedy show. Oh yeah, where like like he's he's just saying all these fucking awesome things, and he's so quick, he's fast asleep. Yeah, <laughs> he had
1: something else he said after that too. I don't remember.
2: And then at one point, when uh, uh, one of the the lines that I wrote down for him for me was when they were talking about Robin Williams coming in and. Him, he being like, no, man, I'm a lawyer. Uh, I'm Peter Banning. And he's like, he's like, that's Peter Pan, or I got a dead man's dingling. <laughs> a dead man's dingy. I wrote dingling.
1: I mean. Dingy, like both Yeah. <laughs> I do like dead man's. Well, I think
2: Diggly's funnier.
1: <laughs> Dude, that whole scene was so good. Like the hook introduction where Smee was like hyping it up, and then hook comes out, and then fucking Peter Pan comes out there. And Hook was just like, you're not Peter Pan. Well, that
0: that introduction of Hook, like the literal, and that's why Steven Spielberg's a fucking genius when he comes up and you see behind, like the Hook comes out first and then... Yes. He's walking out, and it pans behind him. Then you see him profile. Then you get full face on Dustin Hoffman, who is the perfect fucking casting for Captain Yeah, that
3: was so good. Let's be honest. What role have you seen Dustin Hoffman in where he wasn't perfect for? There
0: was a time I watched this movie with my mom, and she looked at me when she realized who it was, and she was like, is that Tootsie? And I was like, yes, yes, mom, that's Tootsie. (laughs) Oh,
1: yes. I wrote down just Dustin Hoffman because he's so good as Hook. Yeah, yeah, he just steals the show. He, he steals it from Robin Williams,
3: even, which is a tall order. Like, Robin Williams, honestly, I think Smee steals it from Robin Williams. Check it,
0: though. I think. Here's why. Because look at, and this is a big point about Robin Williams, there's a couple of times in the movie where his character is supposed to be quote-unquote Robin Williams, when he does the pirate impression, when he does a couple right. other things later. But if you look at the role, he's asked to play, um like, a stick in the mud who's, like, telling his... 10-year-old kid to stop being a kid so he's supposed to not Yeah, he's supposed to be a scared little cuck and he comes alive an hour and a half into the movie when he finally learns to fly but before that he's not supposed to be the focus it is supposed to be smee and fucking captain hook
3: no that's true but i mean dude dustin hoffman and bob hoskins like and he has- like regardless like, Jesus Christ. Oh, they kill it. Steal the movie. They kill it. Steal the
2: movie.
1: So it's so charismatic as fucking Hook, dude. Yeah.
2: There's this other point in the movie. Um, right shortly after Peter gets to Neverland, right? And he's on the boat and he's tied up. And they're getting him to, like, lock, walk the plank. And Tinkerbell's like, no, nah, man. Like, she, like, brokers the deal with Hook. And he's like, ah, yeah, okay. Three, three days we'll have our war, right? And then the pirates, they start celebrating. And, like, one of them knocks Peter off into the water to where he could have potentially died right because he was tied up everything like that he can't break loose he's the only one that didn't know about the mermaids my thing is even there let's say that everybody knows the mermaids are there and everybody assumes that he could be saved by that tinkerbell doesn't even think twice to go check on it you know maybe something could happen to where he doesn't get saved in time right and she's just like, no, man, I'm going to go home and just trust that these mermaids are going to save him and deliver him where he needs to be delivered. Well, if you go back on at least kind of what I remember of some of the Peter
3: Pan-Lauren stuff, number one, the mermaids are a big deal of it. And if I remember right, like, Peter Pan himself, like, had a pretty good relationship with the mermaids and I'm pretty
0: sure they were, like, in love with him, for real. Yeah, and I
3: felt like in this movie that even kind of... At the very least, alluded to some recognition that the mermaids knew this was Peter Pan. First of all, the mermaids knew this was Peter Pan, but the Lost Boys fucking didn't. But anyway, and I also kind of, although people died in this movie and they talked about death, my personal. uh, And someone tries to commit suicide potentially. (laughs) My personal expectations of this world of Neverland is everything is actually a game, so no one's actually really worried about people dying. Because like that doesn't happen, even though you know they do apparently in this movie. In this movie, they well, it's gonna
0: say yeah. As far as this reality or part of it is concerned, both the Lost Boys and Captain Hook, at least straight up, are like, no, I've killed the other side before, and we see it. Yeah,
3: yeah, we do see it. But then like you know, to what I'm saying too, you see a lot, especially when you're talking about the the ba- the big battle scene. Like you see, the Lost Boys are winning the battle with paint and eggs. As opposed to swords and killing instruments, you know, like so I think that I think that the viewer is still supposed to kind of have that suspension of belief that everything's actually just a game, even though people do die when they kill them in the movie. The only real big deal is Rufio. You
2: know what I'm saying? Like
0: And, and Hook.
3: Hook and Hook and Hook, who, by the way, doesn't die. We don't well, know. no, the,
2: the alligator eats him. I it's mean, a crocodile. but there's no
3: evidence that alligator ate him. Well, he could just respawn. Burnt. He just could just go back to the respawn point.
2: <laughs> like that's it, a movie, it not it a, video starts game. a game.
3: But it restarts the game. Like in this, everything you know, even food eating is a game. You're playing the game with us, Peter. Which is, they're eating. Yeah, like it's a. We're well,
0: obviously dealing with some sort of multiple dimension sort of situation, at least here. So there's no ruling out ridiculous shit like that too. If we're getting.
1: That's what I said watching this. I'm like, it's an episode of slider,
3: <laughs> <laughs> but going back to the original point, that's why I think to me, it's believable that Tinkerbell would not be worried about Peter Pan because the mermaids are always around the ship in case a lost boy has to walk the plank. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's kind of what happens. Like lost boys walk the plank because they lose in the game of the pirates and the mermaids save them and they go back to the lost boy fucking tree house And then they come back down and do it again. And then the pirates kill Indians. Do And then they do it again. Do the
0: mermaids kiss all of the lost boys they save too? I hope so. Oh, boy.
2: Okay, so also, in the beginning of the movie, when Peter, his kids get kidnapped by Captain Hook and taken to Neverland. Peter files, like, a missing child's report. You know, like, they call the cops and they come over and everything like that. (laughs) inspector
3: (laughs) college
2: they when wendy went to neverland it just it's interesting to me to to think right like did she get reported missing or
0: anything like that back in 1910 or whatever i was
1: under the impression that was like a summer vacation for her like maybe her parents didn't know about it but i felt like she was going there for the summer.
0: Well, and again, depending on how time moves, it might be like she lived in Neverland for six months, but she was only gone for a couple of days like a in day? real life.
3: Cor- yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seemed to me that in real time, Peter was gone for one night. One day
2: and one night.
0: Agreed.
3: But it was at least four days Maybe it not even landed. a day,
2: just a just a night. Yeah, could have just been a night. He got drunk, and then like the next morning. Woke so I think up the ratio
3: I think the ratio is somewhere Statue. around four days to one.
0: I just but think, you age differently. Yeah, I feel like just trying to define time and aging and all this it's like, who even knows, man? It's all just made up bullshit anyway, dude. It's just a game.
1: I want to go back to that scene though, because I finally thought of the word, like the scene where they come and the kids are gone, and they, it's so fucking menacing. How Hook fucking dragged his hook all across the wall in that fucking house. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just implied, and you can just imagine it. It's so fucking...
3: Dude, some psychopath with a hook
1: is in your kid's room, and your kids are missing. Yeah.
3: That's how, like, Saw movies start. (laughs) Dude, I think that's how every Freddy movie
0: starts, now that I think about it. It's something like that, at least.
3: Yeah, the claw marks on the wall and a missing kid. There's, like, a,
0: there's, a, there's a boiler room that usually gets thrown into the mix. And then yeah. it
1: goes Some to... Some cool uh, synthesized music. It goes with him in Neverland. And I was just like, the world building is so good in this. Like, he fucking takes off the... What was he? Covered in sheets or something. And it's like, you see the fucking... They're like ships that have washed ashore. That are fucking set up at shops and stuff. And it pans out and you can see the water. And you can totally tell it's a set, but it fits that this is like a fairy tale.
2: Oh, yeah. It looks fantastic. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The fucking Captain Hook ship looks fucking awesome with that fucking skeleton. I don't know the fucking names of shi- or the parts of ships, but the fucking skeleton off the fucking front of
0: it. Yeah,
3: there is a name for those. What, is what, a stern the stern or the bow? I don't know.
1: I think it's the bow.
0: Well, that,
3: that would be the bow of the ship, but there's a name for those statues on the front.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, so what I liked is plates? when you see <laughs> when you see Tootles sitting on the couch earlier, like when the shit's about to go down and like he mentions Hook and the ship in the bottle is a replica of Hook's ship. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was really cool. So
2: this movie ends with uh, Peter killing Hook via Crocodile and well, saying, you killed Rufio. You kidnapped my children.
0: You deserve to die. To die would be a great adventure, but to
2: live would be even a greater adventure
0: It would be an awfully big adventure, yeah. he says not better, just big
3: yeah, just big, like the movie with Tom Hanks
0: <laughs> <laughs> where age gets fucked with too
3: betcha he goes to backwards neverland.
2: <laughs> he goes to big land
0: always land. I wonder
3: I wonder if big takes place on the opposite side of the world that Neverland is, but it's the same place
2: <laughs> like the same parallel world,
3: yeah yeah oh it's the flip like side. like that
2: genie just you know vortex or that genie vortexism to Vor- like a, voltor the
3: other side of neverland the fuck it was called the dark side of
2: neverland Ooh, i like it sounds like a never neverland yeah sounds like a
0: pink like albert album. So, oh so it's like on stranger things like the dark like the mirror like the upside down well, i guess it's kind of like the uh like a link to the... no
3: yeah, a link yeah, to a link the past. To the past. A link yeah. To the past. There yeah. we go. I knew. Or I knew. In the it. garage
2: at Michael Jackson's estate.
3: Uh, <laughs> wow. I don't know what that means, but I thought it was pretty funny.
1: <laughs> this movie also reminded me of Zelda for some reason. Yeah, I thought uh, about Zelda a few times watching this movie. I
3: think there's a lot of
0: Link is dressed influence. like Peter Pan a lot of the times. If you, I think there's a, a lot hat, of
3: influence on Zelda from Peter Pan. If you look at the
0: Disney you. Peter Pan, like he wears a Berries. hat tinkerbell as navi, navi. Yeah.
1: yeah for sure but it's also like that he was a hero i guess you'd say he's a hero and he forgot who he was and then he has to remember who he was
0: oh yeah and again fucking with time i think i think
3: zelda's just you know japanese peter pan
0: and maybe some robin I can't hood. fly but, and maybe what some robin hood
3: he's not like killing rich people or nothing
0: more in presentation than in mindset he is like kind of collecting their money though after he kills them And he's doing it to save the world. It's not for personal gain unless the personal gain he's seeking is the satisfaction of saving Hyrule. You
3: know, he's trying to save Hyrule. And part of me, I might be aging myself, but I always immediately go to the original Legend of Zelda when I think of, like, Zelda. So, So, in my head, like, Link is trying to save the world and he's trying to kill evil Ganon. But there's three people that live in this world. There's him, the old man, the old woman. And then there's just tons of monsters in Ganon. Okay. Like, who's he trying to save? The old man and the old woman? They (laughs) seem perfectly safe. They're the ones that give him things to help
0: him on his quest. Then he's stopping him for himself.
3: He's just being a murderous dickhead. Sure. I give give The Legend of Zelda a 2 out of 50. Oh, God.
0: (laughs) I don't think of the first one first when I think of Legend of Zelda. I don't even know where that one
3: falls in the
1: timeline.
3: I don't... Is there it, an official timeline? I thought they were just yeah. all kind of separated. Oh, no. Separated.
0: Oh, they so made a timeline, time. and my response to it is, I don't fucking care about any timeline yeah, that anyone says.
3: The first one was the first one I fell in love with and the first one I played, so...
2: So, does anybody does anybody else have anything else to say about
1: uh, the movie Hook? I would never break Tinkerbell's heart like Peter Pan did. Fucking... Julia Roberts says, Tinkerbell, I would stay in Neverland forever, dude. Like, yeah, Yeah. I agree with that. When she fucking grew to adult size, man, I'd be a little 10
3: year old boy in Neverland trying to hit on this
1: adult and
3: never get it. That sounds terrible. I hope before I went to Neverland, (laughs) I hit puberty. That sounds even worse. Like, Tinkerbell's a grown up, and I'm like 16 year old in puberty. Like, y'all know what it's like to hit that, like, time of your life. Like,
1: dude, like, you're going to be praying this adult's going to sleep with you, but... Dude, she would. Who else is she going to bang? Jimmy Hook? She ain't going to go banging pirates. They probably... They oh, don't oh, even have oh, fucking maybe. Viagra,
0: and they probably need it. Oh, there were some virile pirates out there. I'll tell you that. <laughs> and you're the only one that can fly. Well, except for... Take the rest out. of his
2: bloodline and toodles.
3: <laughs> toodles and Wendy. and Wendy. Really, all the original Lost Boys can fly. But somehow, none of the other ones could. And all it took was fairy dust and a happy thought. Which means that, th- which means that Tinkerbell was being greedy. <laughs> Maybe all those
2: Lost Boys could fly. And they just chose not to. Okay, I just and thought of have a have legit theory.
3: I just thought of a legit theory. Tinkerbell was so broken hearted that when Peter Pan left, that she decided she wasn't going to lose any of her Lost Boys again and stopped giving them the new ability to fly. That's probably more along the real. I would say, right? That makes sense, like, with the story. Yeah, that actually does make I think make that makes sense. a ton of sense. She's like, trapping
2: him there. Yeah.
3: Well, well I mean. So she's a kidnapper. <laughs> she lied to Peter Pan. She made Peter Pan believe he ran away as a baby, even though she kidnapped him. Yeah, that's true, she's like, right? She kidnaps him and then, like, tells him his entire life, oh, yeah, you ran away when you were a baby. And he fucking believes it because he doesn't know any better. She's a conniving little fucking fairy.
2: It makes me like her more.
0: Well, if you look at actual folklore, fairies aren't exactly friendly to humans in most cases. Like in the Labyrinth.
2: Like in the Labyrinth when Jennifer Cotto yells
3: at uh, Huggle for killing the fairies. And she's like, he's like, what else are you going to do to the fairies?
2: And she grabs a fairy and it bites her.
0: (laughs) Yeah, fairies are usually dicks.
2: Tinkerbell's no exception. All right, so now we're going to get to that part of the podcast. We're going to rate the movie Hook On a grading scale of 1 to 50, Randy Quaid's, where 1 is the worst, and 50 is the best, and 2 to 49 is literally anything in between. Really? Wow, dude. Are you a genius at mathematics? So could you
3: just give something a 2
1: and say that you love the fuck out of it, but I'm only giving it a (laughs) 2? I love this movie. I'm giving it a a 1.5.
2: So IMDb gives this movie 34 Out of 50, that's it. Randy Quaid. That's fucking
1: blasphemy.
3: Really? I feel like the general populace would give it way higher than a 30. If I'm not mistaken, just because of Robin Williams. To make it worse. Because everybody likes to suck his dick.
0: To make it worse, if I'm not mistaken, the Rotten Tomatoes is like 26%.
3: Really?
0: No. I'm sorry. I was wrong. 29%. Really? Holy shit. Wow. Yeah, no, that's bad. And fifty-two percent on Metacritic,
3: dude. Did it? Is it? Is that higher or lower than Con Air?
0: Con Air?
3: Yeah, like you think the general public liked Con Air or Hook better? Which I one? It, don't look it up. Yeah. I would say Con Which Air. Which one
0: are you considering the general public?
3: Like, the general public would be like an IMDb, Rotten Tomatoes, whatever. Like, the not us. Like, the no, general, like, of, some
0: indication. All of those take into account professional criticism, too. Do
3: you think most people like Con Air better or most people like Hook?
0: Better? If we're going Hook. by these... Ratings. I'm going to say Con Air. I'm going
3: by what you... I'm asking what you think most people like.
0: You're saying when I Google the numbers for Con Air, which one's going to be higher? I'm saying Con Air.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Really?
3: I think you're probably right, even though I think this is a better movie.
2: Well, than. I think this is a better movie. I like Con Air. I, I'm entertained by Con Air. No, and that's the thing. I'm entertained by it because yeah. it's... It's just like this in certain aspects. It's a fucking goofy ass fucking story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With very a lot of plot holes, but it's wildly entertaining and yep. has an insanely good cast.
0: Do you guys want the answer? Yeah. So Metacritic puts us at the exact same. I said 52%, right? Yeah. So that's what Metacritic Roughly. gave Con Air as well. So same there. IMDb. 6.9, which puts it, I think, point one above Hook. Yeah. Rotten Tomatoes, 56% for Con Air. Wow. So
3: it's pretty even until you get to Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes crowd is a little more likes the action. I don't know. They. It's the cage. Con Air not a cage. They're cage heads. I bet you. I bet you. It's because Con Air is not a family movie. Is why people like it because it's edgy neckbeards on Rotten Tomatoes. Probably something like that. For real, dude. You know that's what it is. They're the guys that are like, I don't use IMDb because that's like, that's like what everybody else uses. I vote on Rotten Tomatoes. All
2: right. So JT, what do you uh, give the movie Hook?
0: 50. I don't have much to say about it. It's a fucking perfect movie for me.
2: Yeah. If you haven't seen it, fucking.
3: I
0: loved it. I loved it when I was a kid. I would have given it a 50 back then and I'm going to give it a 50 now. I just watched it two days ago. I watched it again today and I fucking watched every second of it today again too because I fucking love this movie.
2: All right, Tater. Yeah, I, I, roll the clip.
1: Everything you said was perfect. I agree with everything. Like for
3: real, fifty. All the things he said. Uh, all the things Daddy's she said. Thing. All
0: the things he said. All the things she said. Running through my head. Running through my head.
3: Although I just realized I said all the things he said, but he didn't say anything. <laughs> His words were, "I got nothing more to say." That's how I feel.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be edgy.
0: Uh oh, we got an edge lord in the house.
1: Uh-oh. I'm going to give it a 49. <laughs> oh, shit. This movie is fucking great. Like, it's 30 fucking years old. They're almost 30 years old, and it fucking holds up. Yeah, and, absolutely. like I love doing these older movies, too, because it came out in 91, and I was fucking, I just turned seven. Right. <laughs> yep. And I remember seeing this movie in theaters, and it's crazy that, like, I remember that. And,
2: and, and uh, Peter Pan couldn't remember when he was, like, 12?
1: Yeah, and then he couldn't even remember his fucking kids. Once he remembered he was Peter Pan, he forgot about his wife and his kids. Yeah, Wait, Peter, Peter Pan's, Pan's kind of got
2: kids? Dick
3: too. <laughs> Peter Pan and Tinkerbell both assholes. They deserve each other. I, that's why I give it a 51. I'm changing my rating.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but if I can't give a zero, you can't give a 51.
3: All right, I give it a 50. We can't give zeros? Really? We can only go
2: one to 50?
1: Look at the rating yeah, scale. One is the worst. Do you see a zero? I, I haven't
2: reached one that I would give a zero, yet. Yeah. Came close. Gave something a two and a half, I think. Never,
1: never given anything a one? Never.
0: Given I, don't,
2: I don't think I've given anything below a five. I could be wrong on that.
1: I think I've given think
0: a one. Something
3: under... I think I gave, like, the counselor an eight.
0: I gave Boy in Blue a two. I think that's my yeah, lowest. Yeah, I gave it a two and a half. Oh, there might have been one that I just hated that I gave a
3: one, and I don't remember what it was, but I think I remember.
2: I think it was uh, the Randy Quaid movie. Oh, that was terrible. Cousin Eddie wins the thing or yeah, whatever. It doesn't fucking yeah.
0: matter. Chuck. That was bad. Chuck. What do you All right?
2: So I watched this movie as a kid ton of times. Fucking loved it. Super nostalgic for me watching it again today. And the funny thing is, is when we were talking about doing it the other day, uh when we were recording for Back to the Future. I was so excited to watch it. And then today I'd like not slept the best last night or whatever. So I was like, oh man, like I'm not too excited to watch it. And then I put the trailer up on the website and I watched it and I was like, I am back in. <laughs> like I am excited as fuck to Chuck watch Banner, this movie. Chuck Banner. Chuck Banner. But. Oh, oh, oh. It's snowing. <laughs> the children. Uh yeah, I'm I'm giving this movie a 50. This movie is fucking fantastic even with all the crazy questions yeah. and plot holes and just lack of Peter Pan lore that I have. This movie gets a 50 for all the things that we talked about and more. Like one thing that I didn't even think of until Johnny Spade mentioned it was just the like, the set design and everything like that. Like, you could tell it's certain aspects, like, it was a set, right? That's that old school.
0: You're supposed but, to. Yeah, it, it... It reminds me of, like, the Goonies when they're on the ship there. Like, obviously, yeah. that's a fucking set, but that's what makes it so cool.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's just... Everything about it, I, I for the most part, love.
1: Dude, I just want to chime in, too, Like, there's not even a nostalgia factor in, like, my '49. Like I saw this movie and I loved it a long time ago, but watching it today, it's not like nostalgia had any.
3: Mm-mm. Yeah, that's true. It's Agreed. it's Entertaining just... it with it, you don't even need to have seen it. I think back then. I think even now, someone could watch it brand new and be like, "Whoa!"
2: Well, and I agree with that a hundred percent because there was things that I didn't remember. Being so fucking hilarious, like a nearsighted guy to college.
3: Yeah, <laughs> oh, I like. was
0: dying. It was so funny. I I was already kind of losing it at just his delivery of everything else before that. Whatever he said, like a fucking prison barber, or yeah. <laughs> well, listen, but like all you, the, like his he, his stand up him, right there was
2: ridiculous.
0: Rufio called him like a beef fart sniffer. And I was like, what is he even saying right now? What are some of these insults? This is unreal. And then F- Robin Williams gets up and he's like a, a lewd, crude dude to chewed food or something. I'm just like, yeah. what's happening? It was so good. It was so good.
2: Yeah. <laughs> this movie is fantastic.
1: Yeah, so, you know, like a making of this? I want to see like behind the scenes of this fucking movie.
3: You know, that... I I wouldn't mind checking that out
1: because like the fucking like that mud pit or like all the different colored mud that he fell in like I bet what you is if you that? You buy
3: the Blu-ray? There's some shit. There's some
0: footage and stuff on there. Bonus features. Mine's in a box right now. I'll check it later. It's in hey, the, the it's in the Boo box with some scorpions. <laughs> oh, boo, nah, not the Boo box. Boo.
2: All right. So I think that we can all agree that you can catch all of our new episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and of course. 50randyQuates.com. Now on Alta Vista.
0: And don't forget to ask Jeeves. True.
2: Next
0: time on 50 Randy Quaids.
2: Episode 121. National Treasure 2 Book of Secrets. We get
0: back into Hashtag #cage talk. This is on Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and I just uh, watched both of them last month.
2: National Treasure Two, you can watch on Disney Plus. I've never I seen not it. I'm gonna watch it on Disney Plus.
0: I'm going to because I have to, and I'm not super looking forward to it, honestly. Y'all can
2: take. I am looking forward to it. Y'all
3: listeners can take bets on whether or not I will be on this episode of Cage Talk, and then email me and tell me how much you bet, and I'll make sure you win if we split the money. Just saying.
0: You can get to him at AskTater at AskJeeves.com oh, I No, I, you got to
3: ask Siri it's to not, ask for Tater from it's Jeeves. Not <laughs> it's not Run Home
1: Jack at AOL.com.
3: Run Home Jack at Netscape <laughs> Woo
2: woo. Until next time, we watch movies so you don't have to. Peace oh. out.